Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff. And as always, I am grateful that you are here with me. Thank you for being a part of this journey. And what a journey. Oh, it is, right? All of our lives are a journey. And this podcast is all about showing up, sharing stories from the heart, and knowing deep inside that no matter where you are on your journey, we are in it together. That's right. You are not alone, and we can do so much more together than we ever, ever, ever can by ourselves. So come along together with me as we embark on a brand new journey today. What I love about this podcast is that it is not only a podcast. There is a community space, a place for you and I and many others to hang out in. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to today's episode. Oh, it has been a a moment. (laughs) It really certainly has. I have been having some major technology issues. My website not working, not being able to get into my email server platform, and a host of many other things that right now are even escaping (laughs) my mind. But it feels like all of technology has been halting and making me slow down, step back, and really observe, where is it I want to spend my time? Even as I was trying to get back into certain things, it was that reevaluation of, why do I have this? What is the best use of it? And how do I really, truly want to most authentically show up in this space? And a lot of what was coming up while I was making these kind of judgment calls was that feeling of being an imposter. Now, who here has ever, ever felt that way? Raise your hand if you have, because I know I cannot be the only one. I think as we go through life, that imposter syndrome feeling is something that is very raw and real and true for all of us throughout our lives. And we can make it over one giant hurdle and then it bubbles up in a completely different, unexpected place, right? We think we're making so much progress by doing all of this work and we're feeling good and strong about ourselves. And then something comes from left field. You're like, what just happened? (laughs) Where did this come from? And I even think about this podcast. Now, the reason that I chose to begin this was really to push myself outside of my comfort zone. I am way more comfortable in the writing space. If you give me a blank page, I can sit down in front of it without any trepidation, without any kind of fear. And I really do feel at ease spilling my heart onto that page. And I think the reason I have that comfort level with the blank page is for a few reasons. One, whatever you're putting down there is really truly 
for your eyes only. So I have this blank page that will capture and take in anything that I'm throwing at it. But there's no one over my shoulder looking at what I'm writing. There's nobody analyzing it in the moment. It's a place to throw everything down and then kind of figure out what you want to do with it later. And I love the freedom of that. I love being able to have a place where completely unfiltered, I can show up. And I know that can feel scary for many because there is that worry. What if somebody finds this? What if it falls into the wrong hands? When someone is reading it, they're not reading it in the context of where you were in that moment. And just as an example, if I am going through things with Dustin and I'm really upset and I write it down, it's me processing through my feelings. And if he were to come along and pick it up and read it without any context of where I was in that moment, it could definitely come across wrong. The context matters. But the beautiful, beautiful thing about the blank page is that you don't have to keep it. It can be something that you spill open into, rip it out of your notebook, or even just use a blank loose piece of paper and you can burn it. You can crumble it up. You can rip it into a million little pieces. You can toss it into the trash. It doesn't have to stay around forever. But you simply taking that time to pull it out of your heart and your soul and your mind and get it onto the page, the work has been done. The magic has happened. Because you got it out. You're no longer holding onto it, carrying it around, still struggling with it. You now have this space and freedom between you. And that is absolutely amazing and incredible. And what is needed. And so for me to show up in that way, it really is a place for me to work through everything. It really is a place for me to slow down and I can become very intentional about what I'm saying. And also, I can go back, (laughs) right? I can erase. I can cross out. I can change my mind in the middle of it. Sometimes that happens organically when I'm writing. But here, sitting down in front of a microphone, there is no going back. All right, I mean, you could always go back and edit it. You can scrap the whole thing. But I need to be a little bit quicker on my toes. I have to be more present with what I'm going to say. And that is a shift for me. A shift from someone who likes standing in the background and observing rather than being the center of attention. So when I started this podcast, it was an absolute stretch for me. And that was the reason why I started it, so that I could stretch myself beyond my comfort zone. And what I know wholeheartedly is that when we are going through something in life and we feel as if our world is crumbling and we think we are the only ones who have ever felt that way, that is not true. Someone might not be in the same exact situation as you are, but as human beings, we can all relate to the feelings. Many of them are so universal, that feeling of sadness, despair, 
joy, happiness, all of it. And when, when we are in those moments where we're struggling, oh my goodness, it is so important then to know that you are not alone. Because that feeling of being alone is the hardest, hardest feeling. And I remember years ago before I had met Dustin, I lived by myself. And it is one of the things that I am beyond grateful that I had the opportunity to do. Because I learned so much about myself and being able to be uncomfortable in those quiet moments where there is no one else around, where I was feeling incredibly lonely and unsure because it was just me. And I had to figure out first and foremost who I was. I had to fall madly and deeply in love with myself and really get comfortable in the quiet. And the quiet is not for everyone, it can be a very uncomfortable place to be in. But I really, I sunk into it, realizing that that moment, if my life kind of went the way I hoped it would, which would be that I would find a life partner, that I wouldn't be in this quiet, alone space forever. And I think that is something to always remember too, nothing is ever permanent. Things are constantly changing and shifting and becoming something more than we ever thought they could be. And so during that time where I was living by myself, the one thing I have to say I loved hands down was that I know if I place something down, it was still going to be there. And on that empty counter space that was there, nothing was going to clutter it unless I put it there. <laughs> and after have living with other people before and you realize they have their own habits and patterns and ways of doing things and some of it will drive you crazy. There was beauty in knowing that I was in charge of this space. I was the one who could tend to it the way that I wanted to and make it look and feel however, however I wanted it to be. And it was really cool because it was a studio apartment, so it was a tiny space. But it was mine. And when you walked into that apartment, you felt me. And I have to say that was the biggest compliment that I received from my friends was when they said, coming in here, it absolutely feels like you. And to be able to create that, the only way I was able to do that was really by truly finding who I was, uncovering layer after layer and appreciating the things that, gosh, I found challenging in myself. And that was that shy quietness. Love it deeply, but also it is a challenging space to be in. When you have to show up, when you have to speak. When you don't want to be the one blending into the background. And it really takes, it takes that presence within yourself. It takes a lot of grace and a lot of courage to know that, my goodness, it is a journey. Where I am today is so very different from where I was when I was that person in that tiny studio apartment. 
who was slowly coming into herself and figuring out who she was. And I think we have many chapters in our lives where things change, where we become not a different version of ourselves, because I think who we are at the core always stays that. But I think what happens is over time, we gain more confidence in ourselves. We realize that the things that we might have been hiding are really what has to come out into the world because that's really your true, authentic self. And I think when we're younger, too, as we are trying to figure ourselves out in the world, we are very concerned about what others are thinking about us. And as I am getting older, that concern is less and less and less because I see what is truly important, and it's not the opinion of that person who I might just be passing in the street. No. All right, yeah, they might think I'm a little wacky if they see me singing in my car. So what? Big deal. What is really, truly important is that person in the backseat, that little girl who sees me showing up happy, sad, uh, going through all of it, but still continuing life, you know? really feeling all the emotions and being present and knowing that that is all of life. That's what matters. And so that really has changed a bit in me. But that feeling of not worrying so much what other people think has not taken away this imposter syndrome that I keep coming back to. But what I realize time and time again is that I am really the one who makes things hard for myself. It's not other people. Yeah, of course, everyone is going to always have their own thoughts and judgments. But I'm the one who's pumping the brakes. I'm the one who is saying, you're not good enough to do this. Who do you think you are? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Stop. This isn't for you. No one else is saying that but me. And I'm doing myself a disservice because I'm not showing up for myself the way that I would show up for a dear friend. If a dear friend came to me and said, you know what, I have this idea. I really want to host a retreat. I would ask her so many questions about it. What do you want the retreat to look like? Where do you think you want to do it? What would you like to do when you are gathered there together? And it would become this unraveling of what this dream looks like. But for me, when I have this dream, and it's right there, this vision in my head, rather than creating a beautiful unraveling for myself, I'm putting up roadblocks. And instead of asking myself the question, where would you want to do this? I say, there's nowhere to do this. What would you do when you're gathered all together? I say instead, gosh, I don't know what we would do. Who would even want to come and do the things that I would want to do? And that's it. Roadblock after roadblock, I'm putting myself in front of for no reason at all. And it's craziness, absolute craziness. And it 
is a real reminder that we need to be as tender to ourselves as we are with those we love. Because we absolutely deserve that 110%. And there's no reason to bring ourselves down. Not at all. Another thing that has been on my mind a lot lately was wondering if I wasted my time before. Because I do have all of these dreams and ideas and different things that I want to do. And I feel as if I should have accomplished them by now. That I never took the appropriate action that I should have taken to make them happen. But I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of led me down this path because I have heard that there's so many people who really have become famous before, not when they were young, but later on in life. One was Stan Lee, who was the famous Marvel creator. And they said that he created his first hit comic book, The Fantastic Four, just shy of his 39th birthday, which is pretty, pretty wild. And then the years after that, he created the Marvel Universe, which I'm sure you all know of many of those Marvel movies that are out there. Vera Wang entered into the fashion industry at age 40. Martha Stewart didn't become real successful until 41 when she published her very first cookbook. And so it makes me pause and know and realize that I didn't have to do it all before, but the reason I'm feeling like, oh my goodness, I wasted my time was because I had so much more time then. Now that I am a mom, life is very different. I don't have the time to dedicate the way that I did before. But rather than take that perspective of, oh my goodness, I don't have the time, I'm trying to shift that mindset and realize you do still have time. Yes, it is limited, but what will you do in that limited amount of time? Rather than procrastinating, which I'm excellent at, <laughs> what if you, I, take action? What would that look like? What would I want to take action on? And then that's when it kind of came full circle as I was getting locked out of all these technology places and things weren't working and I had to try to reconnect things and untangle a web <laughs> that I was very unclear with. It was really realizing that you need to, to focus. We can have this wide net that we want to cast in the world and there can be all these things that we want to do, but we need to remember there are only 24 hours in a day. So we can only do so much in that amount of time. And if we can only do so much, what are the things that you actually want to do? And when you say you actually want to do them, will you show up and do them? That's the important part, the key part. Or are you just making general comments? 
And I'm realizing that there are these places that I want to show up. But the first thing that I need to do is quit feeling like an imposter. Know that how I am showing up in the world matters. And I want you to hear this because we all need to hear this. You are a very unique individual. You bring something to this world that nobody else does. But there's only one way (laughs) to bring it to the world, and that's by you showing up and doing it. And so that's what needs to be remembered, is that you have to show up. You have to take action. No one's going to come knocking on your door and make your magical dream come true. The only way it will happen is by putting in the hard work, by stepping aside, clearing space, staying focused, and doing it. All these dreams, all these desires, you can make them happen. It doesn't mean that they're going to happen all at the same time. But you can create this path for yourself that opens yourself up to where you want to go. And I encourage you, get clear, get focused. One thing I want to do that I haven't done in a really long time, and as I've been sitting here chatting, it keeps coming up over and over in my head, is I want to create a vision board. The last one I have that is actually hanging on my wall, I did probably... It was probably 2020, so that's quite a few years ago. And the amazing thing is some of those things that are on there came true. Having a baby was something that I tucked underneath in the vision board because it was this wild dream that I wasn't 100% sure I wanted because I knew once I said yes to it, if it did happen, you can't take it back. You know, there's no returns on children. And so I wanted to be really sure, but I wanted to put it out there that I could figure out, is this a yes or is this a no? So I put a picture of that and then I actually put a door over it, a door that you could open. But if you just looked at the board quickly, you wouldn't notice that that could flip open. And I loved having that symbolism underneath there as almost as if it was percolating, as if it was finding itself out if it needed to come out. But if it wasn't the truth, if it wasn't what I truly desired, it would just stay there below the surface. And it found its way out, and it found its way into reality, which is pretty cool and amazing. And gosh... I don't know if you've ever done a vision board before, but what I love about them is just the act of sitting down with a magazine, flipping through and cutting out all sorts of random images and words and colors and anything that you are drawn to. And what happens is surprising things find their way out. And you wonder, why did I just cut out a picture of an RV? What's going on here? A campfire? What? (laughs) You know? And in the moment, you might not understand why. But then as you put it on there, you let it settle, time passes, 
And all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, I want to go on a cross-country adventure. I would love to throw my family into an RV and just travel the United States. And you're like, wait, that, that's what that was saying way back then? Your heart already knows. Deep inside, you know what you're looking for. You know what you want. You know what you desire. But sometimes we're too afraid to listen and go after it. We're too afraid to put ourselves out on the line and take that leap, that giant leap, because it could go all wrong. It could not work out the way that you hoped it would. It could be a complete and total failure. But here's the thing. Even if that does happen, I guarantee you along the way, you will learn something and something will happen and you will grow in a way that you never expected. And that is the magic. That is where it all completely comes together as you find yourself. You find yourself home to where you're meant to be in that moment. And that home base may not be a forever place. But it's the place for now. And it's important to remember that. My studio apartment, oh, that was an incredible home base in the time that I was in. There is no way Dustin, Emma, and I would survive in that space together (laughs) right now. We would just be on top of each other so much that we would drive each other crazy. We need a little bit more space between us. But man, that place held me. It loved me. It kept me safe. It was incredible. So many memories happened there. Absolutely pure magic. And here I am now in a totally new space surrounded by totally different people. And this is also magical. This is also wonderful in its own incredible way. And I think it's important to to pause and recognize that because so often we're going through the motions that we forget to realize there's magic in the ordinary. There is beauty in these simple moments together. And when you allow yourself to feel that, what an incredible gift, right? What an absolutely incredible gift. Oh, I love this space. I love being able to show up here and spill my heart to you and kind of go down this rambling road <laughs> where I'm not really sure where I started or where that I ended, but it's kind of like the way that I write sometimes where I think I'm going to go one place. And then as I am writing, the words pull me somewhere completely different. And I feel as if that has happened <laughs> today. I got pulled on a path that I didn't know I needed to go on. And I hope that it's a path that you needed to go on as well. One where you know your true value, where you give yourself space to show up into that and know deep in your heart that the world needs to see it, but also that you're not on this journey alone. You have your people beside you. And as you're embarking on this journey, let's pull our card for this week and see what is it that we need to hold on to? What do we need to carry with us? What message do we have to be a little bit more aware of? And remember that this card is a message for all of us. 
for every single person listening. And it might hit differently for each of us, depending upon the situation that you are in. But pay attention to how it feels for you. I am using the Angel Guide Oracle by Kyle Gray. And let's take a deep breath in. Pause for just a moment. Allow your heart to open, your mind to clear. And let's see what this week's message is. Ooh, incredible. It is transformation. Wow, now that, that's a powerful one, right? Even before turning to the book to see what it says, that feels really powerful. This transforming into who we're meant to be. All right, and it says, you are ready to move beyond energies or situations that are no longer helpful to you and make space in your life for something more purposeful. Oh, how incredible is that? You're ready for that. Know that, feel that, remember that. You may feel a need for clearing out of this time, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually too. As you remove the clutter and debris from your world, you welcome in the energy of transformation. Like a butterfly emerging from its cocoon, you are ready to move beyond the previous limitations of your life. You are moving away from stagnancy or the feeling of being held back and are taking the heavy energies of your life and making them light so that you can fully embrace who you were born to be. Mm, incredible. And I don't know if it is because spring is in the air, but I have definitely been in a spring cleaning mode where I am looking to clear out all the clutter that feels in a way as if it is holding me back, feels as if it is closing in on me. I need space to breathe. I don't need to have these things that have been sitting and collecting dust for so, so long. I can donate them. I can release them. I can get them out of my home and into someone else's home who could use them. There's no need to carry, carry them around anymore. And I've been definitely feeling this urge to do that with my inner world as well, hence wanting to do this vision board. Because that one that is hanging is old. It's time to clear away and really hone in and focus in on, gosh, what is this new fresh world I'm in? What is this new epic journey that I want to take? The book goes on to say, when this card appears, angels are acknowledging the emotional and physical transformation that have taken place in your life. They can see you more clearly now that you have released the old and fussy thing that you have, re- have released the old thoughts and situations. There is a feeling of renewal now, and you are moving into a space where you are more comfortable than ever with who you are. You have a spark of splendor burning in the depths of your being, and this spark is creating positive and loving experiences. It's time to enjoy the benefit of your commitment to your growth. Oh, take all of that in. Feel it. What is it saying to you? For me, it is most definitely about this moment of growth, this time to level up into whatever this next level looks like for me. 
and trusting that my angels will guide me there. Guide me to the place that I am meant to be where I can have the most beautiful time with my baby girl. To not be running from thing to thing, but to be able to be fully present and not worn out and alive in the moment. And I don't know how to get there, but I know that it's time. And what about you? What is it time for you? What way are you transforming? Come on over to the Soul Circle community and share about your moment of transformation, where you are now, where you want to go, and what you can do to get there. Because we are here to support you along on that journey. Oh, I am so grateful that you are here today. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I will be back with a brand new episode, but until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.